Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Anderson De Silva, and you are listening to Hashtag Living It with my co-host Tina Da Silva. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... it's funny when you call me your co-host. Wow. And my lovely wife, <laughs> Tina Da Silva. Alright, a lot to talk about today. First of all, my MacBook that I usually use for this. Like we're already having technical power button wouldn't even work. We're it already even turn we're on. All, things are already I, messed I up. I had to set up an appointment to get it fixed, and it better be fixed because my my novel is on there. So I'm sure it will. It happened with a MacBook that I had years ago where the power button just wouldn't turn on. And uh, I brought it to the Mac store and they fixed it. Uh, hopefully it'll be a quick fix and very inexpensive. So, uh, but I had a backup. Uh, I have two MacBooks, but I didn't use my other MacBook. I have a Mac, I have a MacBook Pro and a MacBook Air. My MacBook Pro has a lot of space on it. My MacBook Air does not. Mm-hmm. So the moment I load GarageBand on there, it's going to say memory full. So basically, we use MacBook Air to just go online and search stuff. There's really not much I can load on there. But I have a Mac Mini that I had before I got my uh my iMac downstairs in my studio i have a lot of macs we're mac people. i know are you guys all following once this because i'm mac, lost once you go mac you won't go back i'm telling you <laughs> i'm telling you see i bought this mac mini a while ago i'm lost and i'm sitting right when here I, when i set up my when i built my studio in my basement it's basically a little cedar closet that we had in there and i just turned it into a studio uh go to good friday videos on youtube and you will see a video on how i did that so just a short little video on how i just did it it's nothing professional it's just like a little studio it just it only fits me so i bought the mac mini for it and the mac mini is great i got it for like inexpensive on on ebay and i got a little tv monitor screen for it uh but then i saw this imac on craigslist for a steal like literally a steal it came with a couple of mics which one of them is one of the ones we are using right now it came with a keyboard it came with a mouse it came with a, a mic stand it came with a midi midi uh a MIDI keyboard and it came with uh, uh, some uh, just a bunch of the studio stuff for like 500 bucks and iMac with like one terabyte of space that's like a ton of space you take my Mac super excited you take my MacBook you take my MacBook Air and you take my actually know what my Mac mini has a terabyte also so it has a lot of space but anyways so my macbook pro is what i like to use for my book um so and uh, now the power button doesn't work now when i get the power button to work i'm gonna have to back it up and i'm gonna when i back it up i'm gonna have to send it to like my icloud so if something goes wrong with it i can continue on my other computers so but that's the macbook the mac scenario 
gist of what's going on. So I had to, oh, it's funny because I was trying to do it on Logic Pro because that's what I have on the Mac Mini. Um, and uh, I just couldn't figure it out. And then I want a GarageBand. And for some reason, I had a GarageBand 6. GarageBand 10 is the latest. So I had to re-download it, figure out why two tracks weren't recording. Then I figured out that both tracks were trying to record on one mic instead of I had to set it up on separate mics. It's all technical stuff, but I figured it out. We're good to go. And here we are doing the cast. I've been sitting here waiting. Yeah. Because so if I came to help, I'd make it worse. Yes. You, <laughs> he uh, agrees. Yeah, you don't I'm, know any of this stuff. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing over here. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, what to talk about first? What should we talk about first? What's that? Ooh. Uh, I was just saying that. All right. Th that's just saying that the keyboard, it just. It's, it said connection lost. So yeah, it's Bluetooth. <laughs> once it I press a button. Out. Once I press a button, see, it gets connected oh, again. Okay. Got it. All right. So, what should we talk about first? You keep saying. I'm not going to tell you much because we're going to talk about it on the cast. So I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, well, what, you I, go for it, I dude. Was trying to, no idea. I was trying to set it up so you can be like, oh, yeah, how, how is this? But it didn't work. Oh, oh, you want me to? Oh, you were, mm -hmm, you were kind, kind of sort of segueing, but you, you've spent days saying, I'm not telling you anything. So anyways, right, hey, hon. <laughs> so, Tell everyone about your trip. So this past weekend, I got an opportunity to go down to Brooklyn, New York, which was quite a trip. Uh, my boy Mike Jackson, my best friend, boop, boop, came boop, down. Boop. Yeah, shout out to Mike Jackson. Uh, he came down with me, made the trip. We left Worcester about twelve thirty. And the GPS said we arrived at our hotel in Brooklyn at 4.45. As we got closer to New York, the GPS kept saying we were going to arrive later and later mm -hmm. and later. Mm -hmm. We ended up getting at the hotel like 6.30. <laughs> like 6.30, almost two hours later. after our original original arrival time so it took about six hours to get to to brooklyn six hours when we got into new york like we were 14 miles away from the hotel it took us one hour to drive 14 miles <laughs> i mean city, i've been huh? in boston i've been in boston traffic and boston traffic is terrible mm. but this traffic That's in nothing, new york this was this, this was it was just man but the city was great man at night it looked beautiful seeing it over the river and just seeing the lights saw this huge coca-cola sign off the river which was pretty cool and just it, it was just amazing mm -hmm. it was it's uh definitely an amazing amazing city to, to shout drive out through. to brooklyn so yeah definitely shout out to brooklyn my boy jamie lopez for uh giving me the opportunity to come down and rap and not only rap but speak and uh, you know motivational speaking and and uh use god word in it which was just uh, it was amazing um this is definitely the start of something big for me uh you know so i, I really like to motivate people just using the examples in my life and uh but yeah it was great man and uh 
before we get into that um so we get to we get to the hotel and first we're like where do we park we're like there's no parking on the street so we like kind of i thought you around. called about that before well we did they said they were on street parking but like, so like where? i called i'm like hey where can i park they're like oh right behind the hotel and as we're just about to drive we saw this like opening and michael's like oh there's a parking lot back there when we went back there there was one space one. and we're like oh thank god so when we <laughs> we parked there and we're like lucky. so we parked there we're like yo when we go to the event we gotta take an uber because if we take this car and we come back there's no there's space. not gonna be any yeah space. which is where do you go which is true because when we got back it was it was like not even not, more packed yeah like good thing where we were parked we were able to get out because other car other cars wouldn't everybody have, was double parked yeah we people have, were double parked no 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 not like double you parked. couldn't get like out you got the parking spaces yeah. and you got people parked behind the parking spaces mm-hmm. where you couldn't get out isn't that double parked I, I don't know. But <laughs> no, not double no, parked. Double parked to me, to me, is like you take two spaces. No, double. I think double parked is when you're parked and then somebody parks behind you, so now you can't get out. All uh, right, you you tell us, people. You tell us what double parking is. Google it. So, uh, I'm smart. Hit us up on Facebook. So, <laughs> um, so we got there, which was great. Then uh, I changed. Real quick, and we get, and you know, and then I order the Uber, and Mike was like, "Man, you're a mess," because I was like dropping stuff. I was like rushing. I was like, "Everybody's waiting." That's how he is. He can't Jamie, multitask at I mean, all. Jamie was telling me like, "Don't take your time," blah blah blah. But even though, like, even though he said that, I was still like, "I gotta get there as soon as possible. I gotta rush. I gotta rush." Because I don't really, I don't really know Jamie. You know what I mean. Mm. So to me, he like, could is he be just like, being nice? yeah, he could be like, and he's like, just get, take your time. But he's really saying, yo, he better be here. Before <laughs> me. Nah, you know, well, he knew like, how far after away. I met, after I met Jamie, I'm like, nah, he wouldn't you be knew, like that. He knew how far away you were coming so from. So we were, yeah. So um, so we get the Uber. So we get the Uber. He comes and gets us. We're like, yeah, 157 Leonard Street. He's like, all right, cool. So he drives us, and then he's like, all right, here you are. And I'm like, is this 157 Leonard Street? He's like, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm like, all right. We get out and we're trying to look like you trust is, people too much. Like where is this place? <laughs> and then like I look at a number on a door and it says seventy, and I see I'm like, yo, he dropped us off at one at fifty seven Leonard Street. So we start walking and then we get off Leonard Street somehow. I'm like, how do we not? How are we off Leonard Street? What's going on? So one of the other bro, boys there, uh, Christ Rebel, called me and we. Try, trying to fight each other we're like first night in brooklyn i'm lost on the streets walking around with no jacket my first night in brooklyn that how bananas is that <laughs> that that would make somebody be like i'm never coming back but you know what that's you know what it's funny robin said this robin robin for y'all that are listening robin is uh our pastor and yep. uh you know we got pastor steve and pastor robin um they're, she's they're, like uh, the youth pastor yeah. and so, husband and wife team yep yeah. so she told me she's like maybe you're a mental walk she always feels she always says like oh there's a reason a there's reason a reason everything. yeah god put it all together so like, like this like, for a reason ha- you walk the streets of brooklyn for like for, a reason yeah, a reason experience it 
and you know she's probably right you know what i mean like i know what it's like i mean even though it was a small it was a couple of blocks Mm. like i got to experience just a fraction of what it was like to be person from brooklyn just a fraction just hanging out in brooklyn just a fraction of it you know and and, you know me i i'm i'm not afraid to walk around in the city um you know i can walk around in any city i know i'll always find my way so i was not worried about that what i was more worried about is you know being being more late and you know, I had no jacket and anything. Like <laughs> he was so, cold. See, so that's, was you know, so I, I wasn't there. there so there. it was a, it was a nice little spot. I liked how, I loved how they set it up uh, with the lights and everything. It was really nicely set up. Quite a bit of people there. Very diverse. Um, you know, uh, and uh, I met some great people. The performers were great. Uh, they're all amazing, man, and they all uh, they all had some great stories to share, and uh, it, it was great. I mean, like the only thing that you know I wish could have happened if we got there earlier, and we all could have spoken and talked and just get to know each other a little bit more face to face. Because I've been talking with them online and through text, which is great, but to sit and talk with them face to face. Uh, you know, what about it, afterwards? It no? Yeah, I spoke with well, I spoke with uh, Christ Rebel a little bit. Um, definitely spoke with Jamie, uh, which is great. I spoke with uh, uh, his his wife, um, Andrew. Um, great person, uh, great people, and um, but yeah, so they're they're definitely all great people. So definitely, definitely, if they are willing, I'll definitely like to go back again. So. With that said, on the way home, um, Mike and I talked about the performance, and I've been doing this for ten years, but it's not like I perform like a. T- I, I perform. I got to perform in some great places, mm-hmm. but I didn't get to perform it like. I don't, it's not like I perform every week, mm-hmm. which my goal is. It's uh, not consistent. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. My 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 New Year's resolution, which like screw New Year's resolutions. It's like resolution now. You know, Forget waiting now, till the new year. Resolutions. He's a right now kind of guy, like, anyways. He don't you, wait. You can't. You can't be like, oh, November. You can't be like in November and be like, oh, I'm gonna have set up a New Year's resolution. No, start. Do now. it now. Start now. Mm-hmm. So here, here's my New Year's resolution from last year or from the beginning of this year that I broke after two months was hitting an open mic every month. <laughs> I did it for like two months. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. two of them. You did. You did. You're, he's nah. gonna use open mics as a way to practice. Right. My yeah. next next Monday, I'm hitting them open mic, Electric Haze in Worcester. I'm going Electric there. Electric Haze. Electric Haze. It's a hookah lounge. It's a what? What it's a now? hookah lounge. <laughs> when I first went there, I was like, "What are all these people?" Like I wasn't really uh, know know what it was. I'm like, I was telling my boy Mike, I'm like, everybody was smoking out of this, these, like these pipes and stuff. I was like, it was a hookah lounge. I'm like, oh, what? Like, uh, oh, you don't know what hookah <laughs> we is? Don't, like, we don't know this. No. no. Like, 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 I don't smoke. Like, I just know cigarette and cigar. That's it. Like, I hardly know what a vape is. You know? <laughs> like, what do you like do a, with a vape? What do you put in there? So, I like to go to these places because, I mean, these people are lost. They don't know about Jesus. So, uh, they might know. Well, but. everybody knows. Who Ooh. Jesus is. Yeah. 
like, oh yeah, Jesus, the Son of the, God, the right? Thing, the Bible, the Bible oh, I learned thing. about him yeah. when I did communion. Yeah. But they don't know Jesus, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I went when I went there, people liked it. I did one song because I thought that's all we could do. But no, you can do like a, a, whole, a whole set. set. Yeah. So I set up a whole set to go there and do that. So, um, but anyways, so yeah, I stumbled a little bit. Mike was saying I go too fast. I'm a performance. I don't think it's that songs, you go too fast because you which, go to the beat, but I think you just get super, super excited. Right. So, and that's what I told right, Mike. So I got to, you know, he's like, you got to slow down in between songs and stuff. And I said, you're right. You know what I mean? It was my first time in Brooklyn. I wanted to be on point, flubbed a little bit, but. Um, you always recover good though, where right. a lot of people wouldn't even notice that you flubbed. Right. Well, with me, with me, it's like. I don't kick myself when things don't go right. I always like, okay, let me look at, see what I could do better. So this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been doing this for, for such a long time. Uh, I should be a lot better than what I am. And especially, but, but then again, I didn't take it as seriously before as I've been in the past couple of years. So I said, well, my problem is Mike, I got to always be rehearsing instead of rehearse, start rehearsing like a month before a show like oh i got a show I'm start rehearsing a month before mm. now i gotta start i gotta be rehearsing all the time do it in the car the songs rehearse in the car stuff like that when you're by yourself so i want to apologize to people of brooklyn i wasn't on point um but if you guys do have me there again i will be on point <laughs> i will give you guys we have a another game plan i'll give you guys a great a great performance not that them i don't think my performance was terrible uh, but to my um standard it wasn't it wasn't there but i still enjoyed it um i still have fun and i think people enjoyed it as well uh and also with the so when i was speaking um yeah um it's my it was my second time speaking uh when it comes to um speaking about your gifts Yeah, yeah speaking about your gifts and um so obviously there's a lot of tweaking there i think um i engaged um the audience pretty well um there could be some things here and there so i was talking to rob and i said you know uh, i wish i kind of when i like when i would say a scripture uh regarding a certain topic i would just say the scripture like all right here's this topic and here's the scripture and that's it and move on I mm-hmm. think if I related a little bit more mm-hmm. and really talked about what God was really saying when it comes to fear, when it comes to obedience, when it comes to discouragement, if I could, if I related it more, I think it would have been better. So that's something I need to work on. But what she said to me is that, you know, um, you spoke it, you spoke it out there. So it'll come back to you. You spoke it. Yeah. So not to really uh, be down on myself. And I'm not. It's just something that I'm aware of. Every that, performance you have, you're always going to have something that you can improve on. Right. So, you know? yeah. Right. And you don't you don't beat yourself up. You're just constantly trying to better yourself, right. which is a good thing. Yeah. So, you know, you're not negative on yourself. Right. So I think next time um, when I do this, I don't know when I'll be able to speak again. Um, you know, God knows. So praying that yeah. it's uh it happens you know soon and God I have more, yeah. more opportunities to speak because i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed <laughs> like he does. 
talking to these people and just like like I was getting Having so people excited listen to you because yeah. I was getting so excited. <laughs> we don't listen to him over here because I was getting so excited because I was like, you guys realize the opportunities like you guys have. And when I was just when, when people were telling me what they wanted to what they wanted to do, what their goals and what their dreams were like, I was excited for them. Because mm-hmm. like that's awesome. Because you might reason, open somebody's eyes. Well, the reason why I'm excited is because they know what their dream is. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know, or they do know, they're just afraid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when these people were bold enough to say, "Hey, this is my dream," I was like, "Yes, I'm so excited for you. That's awesome." So really happy for those people. I'm really um, glad that they gave me the opportunity to come and speak. And, um, you know, the more opportunities I have, the better I'll be. And, you know, and I pray that I can go to more places and more and more and speak. Uh, I really feel like a lot of Christians need to hear this kind of word um, because, you know, um, because when it's all about serving, because what a lot of preaching is, is about serving God, serving the church, which is great. Believe me, don't get me wrong. I am not against that. Mm-hmm. I am not against that. But that's not what I want to talk about. There's enough people talking about that. There's mm-hmm. enough evangelists, evangelists, enough preachers doing that. I'm not a preacher. I'm not an evangelist. I don't feel like I'm called to do that. Mm-hmm. What I feel like I'm called to do is not only am I um, pursuing my dreams and my goals and be successful in what I want to do, I want to help Christians realize what they are. Because, I mean, come on, like Christians, there's a lot of Christians that they believe is just get a job and they serve God. And it's like, really, it's not, that's not a way to live. I mean, serving God, yes, serve God no matter what. But when you're working at a job that you just hate. Mm. Well, and not working towards anything else. Right. You know, well, you know, like people say, you get stuck in a rut. Right. And 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 some people might think like, well, how can I serve God in this way? If I want to do it, how can I serve God? Well, that's something you want to talk to God about and put it in his hands because he will find a way. There are so many ways. You know, mm-hmm. like I never knew you could you you could bring people to Christ through video games like Pastor Susie does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's yep. crazy. So. So, yeah, Brooklyn trip. Great. It was awesome. I had so much fun. I can't wait to go back again and um, have the opportunity to go again. Um, you know, um, I'm praying that Florida's next. I looked at the date. What the next one is, is January. Doesn't mm. look like it's going to happen. So I'm going to contact them and see what dates they have after January. So if it's like March, probably can make it happen. So, um, so, but that's the next one. That's, that's the goal. We that's got the two goal. birthdays in March. Yeah, so that's the goal <laughs> for the next one. The goal for the next one is Florida. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um... What's next? Um, I don't know. Is that your list on your phone? Yeah. Uh, why don't we switch it up? Why don't we? Why don't we switch it up? Because uh, we go to that one because people have been hearing me talk enough. Mm-hmm. So let's switch it up so they can hear your voice. My voice. So uh, 
Oh yeah, so today we uh, we have breakfast and then so there's this Italian bakery in our town. We lived in this town for what, four years? Uh, is it four or are we just over three? Just all over yeah, three. Yeah, three like 2000, in August. August 2015. Yeah, yeah. So just over three years. And there's this Italian bakery in our town called Gerardo's. I went went for the first time today. It's one of those places that you keep driving by. And every single time you drive by, you say, we got to go there. Yeah. So <laughs> like finally, literally every time. We got to go there. Well, we finally went, but it wasn't like our first choice. So luckily, the other places didn't happen. Because I think if it happened, it, would, it wouldn't have happened. If it happened, it wouldn't have happened. So... <laughs> I walk into Gerardo's. I walk in through the door, and I was immediately blown away. Oh, come on in. We're going to have some cake. The place is awesome. I was immediately blown away. You got to try Gerardo's in West Boylston, Mass. Yes. Shout out. Yeah, for everybody Hashtag. who lives in I think they're on Mass. Instagram. I forgot to look. They are. No, uh, Instagram, uh, I found them on Facebook. I don't they're know on Instagram. Instagram. There was a sign that said, find us on Instagram, oh, okay. but I didn't read their thing. So we get there. We're, 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 uh, what what kind of, do you remember the pastries that they have? Of course, they got cannolis. Yeah, they got cannolis like as big as your head. Holy cannolis. Holy cannolis. And then they've got like little mini ones. And then yeah. they had the Christmas decorated cookies. Yeah. And then they had cookies the sizes of Anderson's head. Yes. Like. That's a big cookie. That's a huge cookie. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. I was telling my daughter about it. Why didn't you bring us one? Um. Not everything's for you. Because you were in school. Because you were in school. You're in school and you lost out. So, anyways, um, yeah, they had all kinds of cakes. They had a cake um, decorated as a snow globe. We uh, reserved a Yule log. Yeah, the Yule log. Oh man, the Yule log. Not bad. No. For like the thing is like a thing of art. I. it's like, a thing of art. If I like, were to pre- if I were to guess a price on that, I would think like eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I would think. But thirty four dollars for the Yule log is pretty good size. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I can't leave. That. Yeah, I think. Ah, uh, uh, okay. But you walk in, it looks like it looks like. The way they set up, like the you got the counters that have all the pastries, and then behind them is the people. But then up above, um, it looks like balconies that you see like in in the streets of Italy. Yeah. And all decorate they, Christmas oh, decorated, decorated like, beautiful can, Christmas trees. You can tell they had a pro a professional come in and decorate this. If they didn't have it a was professional, not kudos. Yeah. If, you didn't, not if they didn't amateur. have a professional, kudos to you. Because that was pretty darn stuff. good. Yeah. And then in a corner, it looks like it's a wine cellar. And a, oh. They have things faux finish to look like marble. Yeah. Oh, and it's, like, it just, it's just beautiful. Oh, it looked amazing. And the selection is insane. Yeah, we had, we uh, had a le- limoncello. Limoncello. The limoncello. Which was... Uh, it, cri- guys. Mul- it was molto <laughs> bene. <laughs> Listen. Mm. Listen, like whatever, lemon. Whatever mangiare molto. Okay, here we go. Can I speak now? <laughs> lemon, like a cake layer and a cheesecake layer. Mm, yes. And like Very a drizzly good. thing on top. Very good. We had a little piece. 
Oh, yeah, just one little piece. Which was just, good. Just one little piece and a coffee. Their coffee was pretty good. Yeah, the coffee was good. Um, it's very, I just, it just, it, the atmosphere in there just it feels it's very It's just relaxing. Chill, very, very chill. Like, go like in there, have a cup taste, of coffee. A little taste, little taste of, of Italy. Italy which is People nice. were walking in there. You can tell everybody knows in town that's where you yeah, go to get your Italian a, your Italian bread, there's you know. a group of old Italian men just sitting, talking. The group kept getting bigger and yeah, bigger. All, this old Italian, all the retirees. All the 60s and 70s. Yep. You know, yep, um, they're the retirees. So I'm like, this is their hangout spot. But, yeah, um, it was really nice. Very yeah, nice. nice. I can't wait to taste that Yule log. I know. Eve. I'm excited. For I'm going to be upset to cut into it, though. But that was so our pretty. new discovery today. Yes, which, new discovery. Which, man, I'm happy. Can't wait to go back. And, um, I'm going to bring the kids. Oh, my God. When the kids yeah. walk in there. Oh, they'll love it. Their heads are going to spin around. Oh, they'll love it. It's, it's, it's great. It's, it's great the, the bakery... Um, counter is literally the length of the entire restaurant, yeah, like yeah. of the entire bakery. Right. So that's how much selection they have. Man, I wish. Plus, they, they have stuff in if the they middle. Made breakfast? Oh man, I'd be there. For yeah, breakfast. we'd be there all the time for like breakfast. breakfast. Said, it's like if anybody who's been in Olive Garden, Olive Garden, they set up to make it look like, like a villa, Italy villa. It, yeah. Gerardo's blows it out of the freaking water. I'm telling you. <laughs> out of the water, Dorado. And I'm thinking, like, man, I've been in a lot of Brazilian bakeries. <sighs> man, the Brazilians, we Let's gotta step, step it, it up. up. <laughs> we gotta step. The Italians are killing it. <laughs> we like to decorate. I don't know. Killing it. You go to a Brazilian bakery. Not that it's dirty, but it's like. Mm. It's like, it's and you so, can't say that for everyone. You haven't been to every no, Brazilian it, bakery. Well, I mean, I've been to a lot of them. And I know you have. They're not. You, you don't really get that Brazilian. Oh, okay. You do. You get the Brazilian vibe, but you don't get. You feel like you're there in Brazil. It's creating a. Um, you know, you don't do feel like in it? Brazil. And if they set if they set it up like that, like you're in Brazil, just like. Whatever Brazil is known for, for like design, like a city, mm. you know, make it look like a little city inside. Oh man, it would, I would love it. I feel like if they set it up to look like a city, like and Rio, seating, and the seating areas inside were like bistros, because there's a lot mm. of bistros in Brazil, mm-hmm. man, everybody would, would go I there. I would love it. Mm-hmm. I would love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really Brazil cool. Is, we got to step it up, man. A bakery, because Gerardo, the Italians. Really cute. Very, very calming. Just go in there and sit. Just have a cup of coffee. So nice. I was like thinking some like little Mario looking guy was going to come by. Like, hey! Hey! Welcome! How you doing? He kind of did. Copernicus, why don't you navigate yourself to the back of the line with your feet and stand there with your shirt? Kind of did. He came out from the back and he was he was like waving at hey, me, you and then he points at you and he's like, hey, 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 it's good, Yeah, okay. Is that your girlfriend? Is that what you what you doing? Ah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, that was my. That was basically. Yeah, that's his. It's pathetic. Uh, So yeah, so that was that was our discovery for the day, which was which was fun. Uh, We didn't want. He didn't want to leave. I got up to go leave, and he was like, "Um, 
no. I felt nice. I was just thinking about like, man, what are we gonna do when we go to Italy? Oh, when we go to Italy. All right, we're going to Italy, man. Catch, catch me in Italy. We're going to Italy. All right. So, um, so it's Christmas time. So this is Christmas. What have you done? Another year over And new one just begun And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The near and the dear one It is? Two youngest daughters uh, can't also look uh, for for the people that are listening. Um, we believe in Jesus. Jesus' birthday. Our kids like to have fun when it comes to believing in Santa. It's a fun thing. We we don't as as parents we don't feel like it's gonna steer them away from God. Oh, they uh, know the whole story. Are right, you kidding so me? They know the Very story. Very involved with the church Our people. Youngest believe Santa. Santa um, is real. I think they just yeah. think that like Santa's how we celebrate yeah, Jesus. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's not it's, like oh, it's Santa yeah, instead of all Jesus. The culture of yeah, Christmas yeah. and Santa, whatever. It's just but a they fun know thing. Who Jesus is. Yep. You know, and I know there are some Christians out there that that think that's wrong. Like, uh, you know, don't like tell Santa, them about Santa. It should be about Jesus, which well, look, it should I, be, and it don't is. Put Santa above Jesus no. in our home, and no. our kids know that. And you know what? Maya's almost there. Yeah, so, where we're gonna be telling so her. So this anyways. is a fun thing. They they write out letters to Santa. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I'm looking at. Because <laughs> that's the nine-year-old's is writing. Maya? Do you want me to read this one? You ba- can read what Lana? is it? what is that? Beyblades. Beyblades. What's a Beyblade? <laughs> Thank God, I'm Santa and you're not. Um, so she wants babe, She wants Alf on the shelf. Oh God! We see, gotta shut that down. Okay, no. L- listen, this is what I explained to her. I said, if you get Elf on the shelf on Christmas Day, you can't use it until next Christmas. And what did she say? She's like, she basically was like, no. Well, I'm I'm telling Santa about it now so he can get it before Christmas is over. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Santa makes multiple trips. No. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah, well, we gotta we're gonna have to shut that down because I don't, this awful on the shelf thing. I think it's the well, most. Well, I think it like well, thing. it's I like it, work for us. Well, it's it's another it's another fun thing, but for me, man, I think I would forget all the time, and I would wake up That's in like what a I'm panic. Saying. It's a lot of work. It's kind of like when you forget to put the money under the the pillow from the tooth fairy. And yeah. You're like, Crap. Yeah. It's and a, then it's your kid wakes up and says. Mom, Tooth Fairy didn't come again. You go, oh, she must have been so busy last night. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you keep up with all this? Yeah, so this is... Uh, What's the next one she said she, she wanted? She wants a dirt bike. People. A real one. That's not happening. No. And then read the next one. A toy car. Yeah, like she one she like can drive. No, one that she oh, can drive. Oh, not, they don't, they're too, they're, they're that's, too small. I've told her that she's too big. Yeah, she's too, too big. Small, so. so that's the nine-year-old. Maya needs to redo her list. <laughs> well, I think I need like a catalog in front of her or something. And then she can. Okay, so that's the nine-year-old. And this is Lana Banana. 
<laughs> Alright, before you do that, let's pause. Okay, Lana. Okay. <clears throat> Lana wants a Jojo Siwa coloring bow. You know, the that, Jojo I Siwa. She, I thought she wasn't into those bows anymore. It's a, it's a like, color your own Jojo Siwa. You know, it's like a craft. Mm-hmm. And then the Jojo Siwa rainbows cupcake and glitter bomber jacket. <laughs> she wants a Jojo Siwa jacket. Hey, everyone, it's Jojo. Welcome back to Jojo. They make a bomber jacket that's glitter? Yeah, Jojo Siwa. There's a theme here. Jojo Siwa, my life doll. I think everybody can kind of tell what she's into. Uh, she wants a Jojo Siwa hoodie. She wants three of them. She put down three. Oh, she's a silly goose. Okay. <laughs> a unicorn pillow. I don't know where. I don't even know. Unicorn slippers. Let me just get a unicorn pillowcase. <laughs> there you go. There's your unicorn pillow. Uh, unicorn stuffed animal. And pink dragon feet slippers like Carissa's. Mm-hmm. All right. That's quite the list our children have come up with. And um, yeah, I can see from this list that I think I've bought some wrong things already. I don't know. They're going to have time. Like Santa's. Santa's. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get the car to my... Uh, and her dirt bike. Yeah. No. No. They're silly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. What do we got next here? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess it's time for Tina's pet peeve of the week. Now it's time for Tina's <gasps> pet peeve of the week. It's Christmas time, and. Anybody knows me, first off, like, I'm just like my mom in this sense, like, and you know what? My kids are, Carissa's like this, like, we love Christmas. We love Christmas time. We're going to draw it out as long as we can, start it as early as we can, you know? And obviously, we love Christmas specials, the Christmas movies, the Christmas shows. Right. My thing is... Why do they keep playing, like, the same three Christmas specials? There's, like, 150 Christmas specials. Like and if you're going to keep... Which ones are they? Well, I just keep seeing... Um, uh, let's see. I keep seeing Elf. Yeah. Polar Express has been on nonstop. Yeah. Which, okay, that's Carissa's favorite movie. So, yes, we were excited to watch it. But it's on, like... There'll be like a Polar Express marathon. Like, it just keeps coming on, on and on and on and on and on and on. Right. And I'm sitting here going, where's my Scrooge? And where's my White Christmas? And where's... I have to watch that on like Netflix or something. Where's my Mickey's Christmas? Where's my Albert Finney? And uh, yeah, I saw the old Miracle... What is it? Miracle on 34th Street? Yep. 31st Street. 34th Street? 34th yeah. Street. Darling, what would you like for Christmas? A doll? 
and a bear when you shall have them. Sammy, I wish you a merry Christmas. There, yeah, I saw the old one. Yeah. And, I mean, what else have we been watching, like, that has been on? I think, like, ba- mostly it's been Polar Express. Yeah. Like, that has been on, and, and um, The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, like, five times already. Yeah. Because our daughter is, like, our oldest daughter is, like, ridiculous. She'll watch Polar Express till she dies. What about, uh, <laughs> what about the Hallmark Christmas movies? Ooh. Yeah, see, now when it comes to Hallmark, um, there's definitely ones I don't like. I mean, and a lot of them have like the same theme or it's like the same story told a little differently, mm-hmm. you know, so you'll get sick of like hearing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, but, you know, I do have my ones that I like, but I definitely have ones that I'm like, oh, this one again. And then Carissa hates them. She hates the Hallmark. She ones. says just traditional Christmas movies. No Hallmark, this and that. I definitely have my ones that I like and then I, the ones that I don't like. Uh, she, I mean, she's, I mean, pretty much all the Hallmark Christmas movies are like chick looks. Yeah, well, it's like I mean, the same thing, cool. you know, big city girl or big city guy for some reason has to go back to their hometown in Evergreen. Yeah. <laughs> Where their mom and dad run the local inn and it's about to get shut down, you know, like, and then somebody has to save the day and buy it or whatever, you know, then she finds out that her boyfriend's the one that's part of the company that's going to be demolishing the family inn. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's the same thing, just yeah. kind of told a little differently. Yeah, small town. Big town. Takes yeah. It takes place in a small town. Small. Yeah, a lot of them take place in Evergreen. Yeah. That's where a lot of them take place. I like the new ones. There's new ones that kind of, um, uh, you know, like it's like kind of going back to like the older ones. And then, oh, this person grew up and now she went back to Evergreen or whatever. So they're cute, but there's definitely obnoxious ones yeah. that I, I don't like. And they're not even Christmassy, really. Like, nothing about it really says Christmas, you know. I don't like the ones that don't have snow, you know. What do you mean? I'll be like, it doesn't seem like... The like the ones that take place in Florida or California? Like, I don't even know. Like, I'll be like, why? What? It's a Christmas movie. Where's the snow? <laughs> that's that's what, a good one. That's what I. That's a, I mean, not a good one. Weird one. <laughs> that's a weird one. Ah, yeah. Anyways, no. that's my pet peeve. Right, there it you is. Know? Tina's pet peeve. Well, you know, and they want to start Stop it all <laughs> playing the same Christmas movies. <laughs> and over they want to start it over again. <laughs> that was Tina's pet peeve of the week. All right. So okay, what you uh, got? So. Next thing is, uh, so when I came back, you got some explaining to do. So when I came back from Brooklyn, um, which, um, by the way, uh, I don't know if Tanya listens. Thank you for offering me to stay down Long Island with you and Scott. Next time I go to Brooklyn, I appreciate that. She did. Yeah, she said next time I go, I could stay with her and Scott. Oh. 
That's I nice of you, Tanya. That. She says she'll cook for me. Spoken like a true true Italian. Italian. You're gonna have some lasagna. Right, I'm gonna make you a meal. <laughs> meal. Spoken I'm gonna like cook a for you. True Italian. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, it would be great to see their place, hang out with her and Scott. They are great people, great friends. We've known them for so long. Oh, uh, three million years. Yeah, about. Well, yeah. Tanya. <laughs> three million years. Much. Scott, not so much, yeah. but yeah. Well, it's got no a, long enough. Uh, yeah, my God, long, yeah, been time. around for a long time. Great people, beautiful people. We love them, and uh, it would be great to hang out with them. So, uh, hopefully, within the next year, I'll be invited to Brooklyn again, and um, that'll be great. So, thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, when I came back from Brooklyn uh, the day after, I had to take this measly, annoying driving class. So, um, but I learned some, I learned some quite a few things. Because you had a halfway decent instructor. Well, it's funny. This instructor was basically telling us how we're not going to learn anything. <laughs> the, the curriculum's curricula- terrible. The curriculum's terrible. It's my kind of girl. And she basically Tell explained to is. us, she basically explained to us how, um, this, um, the safety council, uh, the state and the insurance companies are all in bed together They're all in to cahoots. get money from us. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I, one of the things the that I've learned, which I did not know, which kind of confirmed that it's true is because, all right, so somebody, I've gotten into a couple of, a few accidents, two are my fault. One, somebody hit me. Mm-hmm. All right. The, when that person hit me and I put a claim through my insurance company, my insurance sends it to the DMV as a surcharge. I can't believe I, still I get penalized. I can't even talk about this. If people. your car in Ma- in the state of Massachusetts. Unbelievable. Someone hits you. If your car Why is you on the side of the road and somebody sw- side swipes you. Yeah. And you put a claim through your insurance company. Which, hello, why wouldn't you? You get a surcharge for it. Why? Insane. It's 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 all a money maker. It's, it's all so a money maker. Wrong. We need to call the president of the United States. <laughs> so that is insane. It's all money so what? Uh, one of we the guys. We need our money too. Well, one of the guys that was there. One of the guys that was there is that. Oh, it's just terrible. Uh, he, uh, I was telling you about this earlier. I so know. This guy, so for the listeners, this guy, right, he, uh, his car was being fixed and he used a loaner. This is terrible, people. I don't really remember how, well, exactly what the story was, but I think like the tires weren't good and like the tires popped. And it caused him to skid, and he went off the road. Yeah. Um. He didn't get a ticket, but it, but he got a surchargeable offense, offense. for offense. For he went what? to the court. He went to court. He went to fight it in court. And the judge's response was, "Well, did you inspect that vehicle before you left?" It shouldn't so, be his job to it is inspect in it. The, it is in the driver's manual. You got to inspect your vehicle. Nope, vehicle we're rewriting before. the driver's manual then. But you would think this judge would kind of have like just some common sense. 
Yeah. And be like, look, this like, is a nobody's loner. Nobody's going to do this that. This is a loner. It's not fair to this guy that this happened. That the people that loaned it to you know, him didn't inspect it. No, the judge was just cold hearted and be yeah, like, hey. He's just like, get out of my court. So he got this surchargeable offense and he ended up in this class. Yeah. You Tell him how get, much you have to pay for this class. It's like $135. $135. For eight hours. In the month of December, Christmas Our time. teacher was great. It was eight, started at 8 o'clock. She let us out at 3. So, so because his tired tires popped, so an hour and a half, he had to right, pay yes. all that money. Yes, so an hour and a half. Ugh. She let us out an hour and a half early, and she let us have an hour lunch. She which feels bad for you, which she be should, half hour. because it's terrible. It's supposed to be a half hour, so eight to four thirty with two breaks and a half hour lunch. She let us out an hour and a half early, and she let us take an hour lunch. And there was a guy that arrived fifteen minutes late, and she let him in. Where and when you get the email, usually very strict. When about you get that. the email, it tells you if you're a minute late, you can't be in the class. They're very strict, mm-hmm. and the reason why they're strict. They want you to they pay can again because they want to be able to kick you out, keep your money, and tell you to pay to take the class again. Yep. They're, they're Isn't allowed that to do a that. beautiful they're thing? They're allowed to do that. They're allowed to be cold hearted. Why are they allowed well, to do here's that? Here's the thing. She, uh, our instructor, she, um, she made a very good point. Is that because of because of that, because of our driving record, we're basically through the state we're looked at we're looked at as criminals so mm-hmm. but here's some things that i learned can be a surchargeable offense so if somebody hits you yeah, listen and you up report people. to the insurance company that's a surchargeable event you get pulled over because your headlight is out or your blinker is out or taillight taillight is out surchargeable event you get your inspection event or event, event. your oh, inspection event. sticker is expired surchargeable event um, it's surchargeable. Um, um, you know, obviously speeding, obviously whatever. Accident. But, blah, but blah, blah, blah. apparently that, somebody hits you. Thing, yeah, that's And you thing, have to pay worst. for a flipping driver's that's class when it wasn't even you. Say if you're. Say, somebody hits you. Uh, with the, if you have uh, three or more surchargeable events on your credit within two, on, you, on your driving record. Within two years, you got to take this class. Mm-hmm. So, say if you have two surchargeable events, right, and it hasn't been two years till one of them, till one of them is it's more than knocked two. Off. Well, it doesn't. It gets knocked off after six years. Mm-hmm. But if you, but say if like, all right, say December twentieth, two thousand sixteen. Um, I had a surchargeable event and then I had one in 2017. So after December 20th of this year, I will only have one within the past two years because the other one is more than two years. So say if I get, so say if somebody hits me from behind, so uh, by December 20th, uh, at the time of this recording is December 10th. So in tw- 10 days from the time of this recording, uh, if somebody hits me, I'm going to be reluctant to put a claim through my insurance 
Because not only am I going to have to pay a deductible, mm-hmm. it's going to be hit on my driving record. Yep. And I have to pay $135 to take a class. Oh my because God. Somebody Talk about me, putting you in the poorhouse. Somebody house. hit me, I have to be retrained in driving. So at that point, do you sit there and like talk to the guy like you'll pay with it with with your own money? In, no, instead of hit, putting a claim in? If somebody hit me. Right. Oh, yeah. You try to the other way around. You t- talk to him about him giving you money and not reporting which it to most the... most likely won't happen. Won't happen. So it's like... Unless he's in the same boat. So it's like... You never I know. To, <laughs> so it's like I have to just live with this dent or scratch on my truck. Or my, you know, yeah. so I mean... It doesn't matter on my truck. It's a truck, but the guy that's, would probably be like, "Wow, it's like I, I, that insurance? scenario could happen." I well, here we are in winter time. That scenario could happen where I somebody, can't even. I where can't somebody even. will get hit. Yep. But then they're like, uh, "I have two surchargeable events within the last two years. If I put in a claim, this is gonna be my third one, and I'm gonna have to take that class." It's a, it's another screw you from the insurance company. So yeah, our insurance is like, and what are we paying for? They don't help you. And they, they don't can, help and you. they can penalize you for putting in a claim. Yeah, unbelievable. Doing what we're supposed to do. If somebody hits you, you're supposed to call the insurance company, do everything through the insurance. Well, I mean, our be responsible. They can, they have can, it on record. They can, but um, our insurance companies haven't done that. Um, haven't done what? Haven't penalized us for putting in a claim. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So, um, but they can. But they can. They can. They can. They have complete permission. Yeah. So it's just it's just crazy. It's like you know, and there are some people there. He, you know, she was talking like, you know, how many times have you guys taken this class? There is some people that have taken them like three or four times, mm-hmm. and she was like, "These guys just proved my point that it's these classes keep happening. These classes don't work because no. you guys keep coming back." Yep. Yep. So I so when it comes to the lights, I always try to make sure I have extra light bulbs in my car. Because the moment one goes out, I'm going to change it. Because I don't want to get pulled over for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. There was one time that I didn't have it. So I went right to Walmart. No, I went right to, right to... It was right from work. And there was AutoZone down the street. I went right to AutoZone. And I purchased the light for my uh, real... For my rear blinker. Uh, just because I don't want to risk it. He's wanna, paranoid. It. <laughs> He's paranoid. I don't no, get pulled over. No, you shouldn't. You know? Not that these cars are... are Cops, you know, will pull you over for anything like that. They're they're pretty good here. So, pause. What is the key to beautiful, soft, manageable hair? Hydration. This is what the innovation team at Monet asked. The key, hydration. But hydration isn't one size fits all. Hydration needs vary based on hair type, environment, lifestyle, and diet. Introducing Monet's new Heavenly Hydrating Mask. A lightweight gel cream mask that infuses hair with clinically proven immediate and long-lasting hydration, making it more manageable and soft to the touch. The Monate scientists developed a proprietary formulation combining Rejuvenique S, Patch 2.0, Amazonian Muramura Butter, and a proprietary blend of water-replenishing actives to create an easy-to-use gel cream that quenches moisture-starved hair 110% after the first application. And we're back. 
That's what's good about this. We can just break. So, um, yeah. So, that, I mean, uh, you go into these classes, you definitely come away with some, uh, some information. If you have the right instructor, I don't feel like that's happened before. Nah, she was cool. You're sleeping through it. Yeah, nah, she was cool. (laughs) She definitely kept us awake. Yeah. um, She agrees with you guys. And she was, um, she was lenient, but she was, you know, she basically didn't want us to, to, uh, um, to, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. What are you um, looking for? Just that you um, like take advantage, take advantage of her. Uh, so she was pretty strict with the with the phones. Uh, not really strict. Like, you know, she did tell us. Uh, well, she wanted to see our phones on the table and turned off because that way we can't hide and look at it under the table. You know, she wanted to see him on the phones. I mean, on the table. So there was a couple of people she noticed and she went up to them. And there's one kid, she kept talking to him. Like, she probably talked to him like six, seven times. And I'm like, she's going to take his phone. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, bro. It like, feels like high school. Like, why? Take my phone. Oh, he was a young kid. And I'm like, why is this so hard? Because she was like, can you turn your phones out? And I was like, all right, turn my phone off. And she's like, was that hard? I'm like, no. Cause I'm okay with turning my phone off for a couple of hours, but some yeah. people, oh, she was telling yeah, us how no. there was one person who just had the hardest time. She's just like they could not like let go of the phone. They couldn't. It was they like probably didn't even. It's just it's just part of like the motion now. You just have your phone. You click it. You're yeah, looking at Facebook. Like you put it down. Then you pick it up again. You click it. It was just so. Like, it was just crazy. She was just boggled her mind how how people that tells are just you, so attached. They can't. Yeah, and that and that probably like that moment. You know, they want to put it down. Like she was like, put it on the table. They put it in their pocket. Like no. On the table, oh, she's like, "Well, I have it guys, off," yeah. and she's like, "No, you don't. Put it on the table." And they put it on the table, and she's like, "No, turn it off." Can't and they couldn't turn it her. off. They kept making excuses. She's like, "No, you got to turn it off." It's so hard for them. Yeah, I've it seen it's that crazy. too. I've seen that too. Like how mad people get, and how like they literally cannot do it. They can't like yeah. disconnect from their phone. That'll probably give you an example too of how many people are on their phone while driving like they don't even realize they're on their phone right it's know? insane and they did show us a scenario where a girl was on her phone and she's she's saying like i'm safe i can talk on the phone and she put her phone on her steering wheel oh lord while she was texting and she got into an accident yep well, they showed us a video like that um, the amount of people i see on their phones it's it's very disturbing. Yeah. It, it really is scary. So I was so I mean it went by pretty fast and uh, I got to, I went to Applebee's. And I, <laughs> nice I kind of treated myself. Chatted up with the bartender, really cool. She had a little boy that was my age. So we're talking about Christmas and what they're getting and mm-hmm. how they you know. What are you doing at the bar? Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. Ask for water. <laughs> I, I had an aqua martini. Yeah, aqua martini. Aqua martini. So, uh, yeah, it was great. But here's one of the things about this instructor. She was very cool. And she came off to be a Christian. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, she, she knows about God. It's cool. And mm. she started talking a little bit. 
you know, about the word to the students. I'm like, all right, she's using this opportunity. You know, to speak. I mean, it's not really. It's, it's not, not really, really the, the time. It's not really a government yeah. job because yeah. she doesn't work for government. Well, it's, it's a state that, job, isn't it's it? Not, it? It's, it's not. It's not. No, uh, National Safety Council is pro- is not owned by the state. They are hired by the state, by the state, but they're not owned by what? the state. So who owns them? Shareholders. The, the, oh, fun. Okay. So, um. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then she says some things, and I was like, it just made me tilt my head to the side and be like, hmm. what? Hmm. So let me tell you. First of <laughs> all, she said there's no help. Why would you say something so blasphemous? Blasphemy would. All right. It would be great if there was no hell, but here's the thing: if there's no hell, there's no consequences. We can do whatever we want. We're not mm-hmm. going to get punished at the, when we die. No. We're not. Why do we have to follow any kind of rules? You know? There's no... So to me, yeah, that leaves the opportunity for people to... It's to, She said, everybody... God's going to let everybody into paradise. And she says, but some Mm-mm. will be... it. Well, she'll let them in. He'll let them in. And some will go back to earth. I'm like, where is she getting this Wait, information where's- from? Where's that in the Bible? So she says like biblical history. She's into biblical history. Well, mm. it's one thing to be into biblical history, but then there's another to take biblical history and then twist, twist it. Twist it. Yeah. So she's very misinformed. I'm sitting here listening to it and I'm kind of cringing because I'm like, oh, she's leading these people astray. Mm-hmm. There could have been one person there that really needed to hear it. And it, she just blew it. I mean, yeah. she's she's been led. Or astray. she just steered them the wrong yeah, way. Like somebody's going, oh. She's been led astray, and yeah. now you know, blind leading the blind, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So no hell. So it's like, all right, cool. Uh, uh, great. There's no hell. All so, right, moving on. <laughs> um, she basically painted the devil to be like, like God's favorite angel. Like, okay. Like, and here's another thing. Cain was fathered by the devil. That's why Cain killed Abel. Where is that in the Bible? Well, this is where she I, got. Where this, does she get her information from? This is from where she Joe got. Schmo, the, this is right? where she got this from because it says in the Bible that the um, that the serpent seduced Eve into um, eating the apple. In Genesis 3, we find the story of Adam and Eve eating the forbidden fruit. Nowhere does it say the fruit was an apple. Now, uh, seduced, I'm not sure. I have to look this up. But I think it means something different in the original text. And seduced was the best way they could, they could translate it into English. Yeah, like talking her into doing something. Talking into eating the apple. Eating the so apple. Pertaining they take to that, the apple. That they s- that she said he was seduced and the devil had sex with her and so did adam and then there came cain and there came abel and abel was adam's son and cain was the devil's son that's why cain killed abel so that's how she explained it and i'm like in the back kind of shaking my head going oh my god no. I was like, God. You're like, I, you're, I'm in this class for a reason. It's like, this woman. And it's like you want to debate, but it's like. It's a time it's or not place. The time it's not the debate, time and the place. But it's like, 
And it's like, all right, I could debate, and she's just gonna kick me out of that class. Get out! And say that you never came. You know, and then you I know. don't get credit for it. And, I and then you gotta pay for it again. So I just sat there and I just listened to this mess that she was talking about. And I was like, Lord, I gotta change what this am I this, supposed you gotta change to this do? Because she has no idea what she's talking about. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Where did she get all Biblical that? history. There's just people, there are people out there well, I know there's stuff in the Bible that you can take literally, and because you're taking it literally, just that fact in itself well, twists it. Well, you know, well, like no, she doesn't mean seduce. He's talking about the apple, and you're twisting. Well, you, that's why there's Bible studies because yeah, because the Bible the is way it's written because the Bible is translated. You have to look at what the original text uh, said. You know, like it, I think it was written in. Um, not Greek. I think Genesis was written in um, uh, Aramaic. Genesis. Aramaic, right? Was written in what language? I think. Uh, oh, Hebrew. Hebrew. It was written in <laughs> Hebrew. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Genesis was written in Hebrew. So you got to take what the Hebrew word was for for seduce so and uh, I know with languages it's hard to translate a lot of words because there could be a word in English that's not in Hebrew or a word in Hebrew that's not in English and they try to come up with the best word possible you know so that's why Bible studies are good that's why it's good to study the Bible and yeah Yeah. Enticed. Like trying to tempt with the apple, though. Yeah. Not with her. Uh, in, in this, <laughs> this day and age, in this modern age, when we say the, seduce, it's sexual. sexual. Yeah. 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 So that was so that was my weekend, Brooklyn, driving class, and uh, Gerardo's. <laughs> Brooklyn driving class in Gerardo's. Yeah. So Mine was think, weekends, uh, kids, the kids, the kids, the kids. Anything weird happened all the way? Like nothing? No, I mean, everything was, you know, you were only gone for one night. I think, you know, if you were gone longer, I think the girls would have been constantly asking where you were. I mean, they didn't even, how many times did we tell them? Papai's going away for a night and he'll see you later, you know, and then... Here they are asking, like, that night, when's Papai coming home? I'm like, not tonight. You know, like like you were at work. No, they don't listen. Like you were at work or something, you know, because you, you don't come home every day at 5 o'clock. No. You know, so they're used to you being here. Sometimes you're home at 3, sometimes you're home at 8. Like, So they were like, uh, when's Papai coming home? I'm like, uh, Papai's away. Still driving. Oh. oh. He's in New York. Oh. Why? Oh, Lord. 
kids, man. It's kids. Oh my gosh. Everybody, so thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Living It. Uh, and uh, I think uh, I think we're gonna have one more episode before yeah, Christmas. One more episode before Christmas. Uh, we'll try to squeeze one in between Christmas and New Year's. Can't promise that. Mm, so, kind of hectic. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll try to uh, get one more in before Christmas. So, um, what's going on with Monet? Anything this month going on? Uh, you can start your own Monet business for $49. Because they've basically taken off $150 from each pack that you can use to purchase your own business. They have four different packs. Now, the cheapest is $199. So, you take $150 off of that, you're just paying $50 start your own business not bad at all. so that's kind of crazy um there's information that goes along with that so whoever's interested um you know i'm having a blast with my business i love the i love the products i i can't see myself ever using anything else because it would just be a disappointment <laughs> to use any other products in my hair so well, my i will yeah, you're, I can't. How many how many years have we talked about like how much this bothers you that you are getting a receding hairline? A long time. A long time. You know, and you were talking about trying Rogaine, and I'm glad you didn't because that stuff seeps into your bloodstream. Yeah, so and to the listeners, there's like a mirror in front of us. I'm looking at it. I mean, you can still kind of see it, but there's hair there. It's, it's growing. I mean, it takes time for hair to grow. And that's not the only thing that Monate products do. Right. I mean, that's, that's like, I would say that that's their specialty because they just have the right potion in all of their uh, shampoos, conditioners. That's dealing with potions is yeah. blasphemy. Blasphemous! <laughs> um, you know, like the hair growth. Uh, ingredients are in all of the shampoos and the conditioner so you're gonna see um, you know you, you, you look in the mirror and you see like all these baby hairs growing in you didn't even realize that you had lost hair at, you know from that point you know like my hairline is totally different now you know because I had been experiencing hair thinning myself for a long time um, but you know so yeah I'm in this for the long haul just I just love the products the business is extremely easy to run. Anybody can do it. There's people that work full-time, multiple jobs, and do this on the side. That's how easy it is to fit it into the nooks and crannies of your life. Right. Um, so that's going on. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's it. about it right now. Uh, with me, um, just uh, I, I just got to finish one more song for my EP. Um, should be sending out my book to get edited my uh, short story book to get edited in a week so that should be out next month uh, the last installment of the Amabilia Chronicles and uh, I'm hoping to record this music video um, I want to do it next month so I'll see how that works out but I'll keep y'all posted because uh, I want this EP to come out next month and then uh, release a single and a video uh, for if it, uh, maybe if the EP comes out February I can have the single January 
and have a video with it. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, just kind of playing it by ear the next few weeks just to see how that works out. But I do have that coming out uh, right now. It's like, man. Seriously? Yeah. On your own podcast, it's like you're o'clock. yawning. It's 10 o'clock right now as we're recording this, and I got to be up early yeah. to work so out. So wrap it up, dude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, thank you all for who has been supporting me. Check me out on Facebook at Good Friday Hip Hop, uh, Instagram, Good Friday Hip Hop, Twitter, G Friday Hip Hop. Uh, and listen to my music on Spotify. On Spotify, just uh, search Good Friday. Um, you'll see my picture. I'm wearing like red glasses, sunglasses. There's a band called Good Friday. That's not me. I'm the one with. You'll see my picture. Red sunglasses. And uh, I have a lot of my music there. And uh, so definitely check that out. I would appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to be putting out a, a short little video vlog of my uh, trip in uh, Brooklyn. So that should be coming up. Hopefully that'll be out by the time this uh, this uh, podcast is out. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how much time I have to edit. Because I have to edit this and the vlog. A lot of editing. Oh, a lot of me not being my husband, people. So um, <laughs> he's gonna be busy. And uh, pray that I get my this. Pray that this laptop will get fixed. Uh, I'm sure it will. It's just a power button. It's an easy fix for them. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. his book, people. So, so <laughs> hard prayers. So I'll <laughs> see you next time. All right, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Peace. Peace. Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. This podcast has been brought to you by nobody. It's just us. No, we have no sponsors. <laughs>